Stampede. Garner isn't number 24. Oh, no. 
in the electronic age. Wholesome isn't a word I'd use to describe the artificial world. In fact, the words destructive, deceptive, and unnatural come to mind. I'm a natural man. I'm not a margarine man. No, I prefer things that aren't made of plastic. Not something electronically downloaded, making you think you're stretched out in a funeral home, not quite sure whether you're dead or alive. That's what you get when looking at an electronic screen day and night, believing you're seeing something real. Yeah, doing that can make you feel like you're a piece of spaghetti thrown at a wall. The electronic age, making sure you're cooked right. You're just a piece of pasta stuck on a wall. And it's addictive. After all, all you need to do is flip the switch on and you're living the artificial reality. You don't have to know what a tree looks like. Just click on a digital image of it. You don't even have to go outside to see it. Just order in, and the dinner slaves will deliver a picnic for you inside. In fact, they'll bring you anything you need, so you don't ever have to leave your house. There's no reason for you to complain, but you haven't experienced the blackout yet. Things could get uncontrollable, when the electrical grid goes down for a couple of weeks. You might actually have to go outside and see what's happening. Of course, you might be at a disadvantage because you won't know where to go without your smartphone working. And watch out, you might be susceptible to catching some new disease passing around. Of course, you might be asked, to evacuate from your multi-million dollar house, avoiding an oncoming firestorm. But don't worry, someone will come to help you put the fire out. Yeah, the digital age might not make you smarter. It might even make you paranoid, wondering how to keep what you've got. It just might make you inept, stupid and frightened having to understand what exists in the natural world. You're part of Slavelandia, the slaves working for the fiat money that has no value. You're the slaves without a time. You don't have daylight savings or standard time. The value of money without time. Your tools working without meaning just another number. And if you're considered to be a problem, well, you better look out because violence is the order of the day. Yeah, consumerism doesn't exist without costs. The big guys at the top get to do what they want. But you make a wrong turn in your car and you'll be pissing in your pants with a trooper asking you for ID. It's 
not that I want to say anything bad about what's been happening. It's just that I can't avoid talking about it. Sort of bad, nearly bad, and just downright bad seem to be everywhere. Take, for example, an article I read about three judges. Not one, not two, but three judges who were at a conference in Indianapolis last April. They got drunk and into a physical altercation with two strangers outside a White Castle restaurant at 3 a.m., resulting with two of the judges getting shot. Now, when this country was young and free, there were a lot of wild things going on. But today, you'd expect more from the people who pass judgment on fellow citizens. The expectation they'd not be drunk and fighting outside a White Castle restaurant at 3 a.m. in the morning. I mean, there were three judicial judges together disturbing the peace and tranquility of our wholesome society. If I were running justice, I'd have these judges do community service. If they were in my court, they'd be wearing orange prison suits, picking up trash on highways for a long time.
It ain't no more potato. Cross half kill the pine. The blues ain't nothing. Good woman on your mind. Blues ain't nothing but a good woman on your mind. The blues ain't nothing but a good woman on your mind. You see, see right on. You see what you have done. Yes, you made me love you. Mama told you to use three times seven. You know what you want to do. You see, see right on. You see what you have done, Lord. You made me love you. But no, they're asking to be reinstated after being suspended from their privileged positions of responsibility, a privileged responsibility to their fellow citizens. And this is illustrative of what consumerism has brought to this country and around the world. What happened in 1971 with the United States opening a policy of the petrodollar, America unleashed an economic system designed for consumerism, and it produced unparalleled growth. The evidence is everywhere. American urban centers have been transformed for 50 years by architectural landscapes never before seen in the history of civilization. And not just here in America, but around the world. The petrodollar opened the door to a new way of living. It greased the gears of consumerism. It changed the values. And it unleashed the dogs of some very painful human qualities. We've had development unchallenged, but consumerism brings something with it. It brings greed, violence, false values, and deceptions, all motivated to keep the system working. In an historical context, it was designed to defeat a political economic system. The petrodollar and its cousin consumerism destroyed the economy of communism, represented by the Soviet Union and its aligned countries. No system could withstand what consumerism embodied. It feeds on the human spirit Make more, spend more, eat more, control more, win at whatever cost. And if you don't personally feel that, believe me, 
that is what has been happening. And it's not just political or economical rivals that have felt that. No, we've unleashed a process that has created war on the natural world. And that's something we can't win, not without destroying ourselves. And if you think you can live without the natural world, well, no matter how much consumerism tries to convince you that you can live without it, no matter how the ones and zeros are combined to make you think you're better with artificial intelligence, no matter how the propaganda tells you you're better off with being politically correct, nothing, and I mean nothing, can replace what we came from. We are a part of the natural world. We belong to it. You may think we don't need the frogs that live in the ponds, the birds that fly in the sky, the land without trees. You may think you can do without that, and maybe we can for a while, but we'll be in solitary confinement, locked away psychologically that makes us mentally unstable. Consumerism is making us unfree, and not just politically or economically. It's destroying the one thing we can never live without, and it will never allow us to live in peace, even within ourselves. We will go insane without the natural world that we came from. The messages are clear. The values we've permitted are destroying the air we breathe the water we drink, the food we eat. We're becoming dangerous not only to ourselves. We've become dangerous to everything around us. You want me to entertain you, to tell you everything is all right. Well, I won't do that. And Garner isn't Triple G, the sex robot, and Garner are organizing an environmentalist march on Washington, D.C. Triple G is going to lead the march holding a placard of James Audubon's drawing of two passenger pigeons with the words, No more! Garner isn't is a story about our future. But it's not much different than what is today. Triple G is a sex robot, an artificial intelligence purchased by Garner. She's a product of the consumer world, created when women said they didn't need men anymore. And although Garner is a natural man, not unlike myself, he was reduced to acquiring a sex machine to relieve his very real biological desires. But he developed feelings for Triple G and 
thought are important emotions like empathy and appreciation of fine art, human qualities not found in a sex machine. And this resulted in Triple G being endorsed by the environmentalists to run for the office of the presidency. If elected, she'd be the first artificial intelligence to be America's commander-in-chief. In the future world, there aren't any Republicans or Democrats, only the consumerist party and the environmentalists. The consumerists are the party of profits. They control the banks, the media, the army, and the corporations. And they've been accused by the environmentalists of degrading the natural world, the increase of the extinction rates among animals caused by the conglomerate oil industry. The consumerists will stop at nothing to prevent the loss of their power. Violence, assassinations, intimidations, and imprisonment are just a few of their tactics for defeating their opponents. Triple G and Garner are organizing the James Autobahn Birds of America March and Washington, D.C.
thousands of artists, Garner. I know. We'll use holograms of flying passenger pigeons. We'll use 3D printers to make passenger pigeons. We'll need giant puppets. We'll need recordings of pigeons cooing. We'll need recordings of meadowlarks and Jenny Wren's singing. Yes, Garner. Holograms, puppets, audio sounds of the forest. That's right. People dressed like trees. In our future, the lines will be clear. The consumerists control society through profits, a system that produces violence, greed, and corruption, a Mardi Gras of deceptions preventing people from seeing what's happening. On the other side of the line are the environmentalists attempting to save the natural world, a world that exists free from profits. On one side is artificial intelligence. On the other is our heritage, a reality that's part of us, a world that must be protected from the profiteers. Triple G and Garner stand with the beauty of James Audubon's Birds of America. That's our future. And the consumerists will use whatever means to protect their profits. But maybe that's the world we live in today. I want justice for Audubon's Birds and not a reprieve for three privileged judges drunk outside a White Castle restaurant. Woo! <laughs>
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the music of Jeff Lynn, Showdown, a 1973 recording from the ELO album, Electric Light Orchestra. Next, you heard Mississippi John Hurt singing C.C. Ryder. Then Jacques Offenbach's opera from the French opera album, Act One, from the Tales of Hoffman, the Dow song, sung by Maddie Mesplay. You then heard various field recordings of birds by Verona and Generantan. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.